I would like to make some comments in connection to the email that was sent out. I've been feeling rather burdened about this whole aspect of joy and our joy in the Lord, it being our strength. That last verse in Psalm 144 is just shouting with joy. Happy is that people that is in such a case. Yea, happy is that people whose God is the Lord. Of course, this whole psalm is a wonderful psalm, and we'll just pick some things through it and meditate on it. Psalm 144, verse 1, Blessed be the Lord, my strength, which teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. We are in a war. We have mentioned that many times. We are in the war of our lives, the battle of our lives, the battle of the ages between light and dark, good and evil, heaven and hell. That's the war that we're engaged in. It's not over a piece of land. It's over the souls and the eternal destinies of men and women. That is an epic battle. And it is God who gives us strength. Blessed be the Lord, my strength. And it's God that teaches us to war with our hands. He teaches us. Teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. And I I want to embed into us this awareness that we are to be fighting actively and engaging in this war that we are in. Not in our own strength at all, for we will fail. But blessed be the Lord who is my strength. Of course, it goes on, my goodness and my fortress, my high tower. Look at all these piling on of of descriptions of of God, my deliverer, my shield, and he in whom I trust, who subdueth my people under me. And then he puts himself into perspective. You know, we we want to fight and we want to be strong in all this, but verse 3, Lord, what is man? That thou takest knowledge of him, or the son of man, that thou makest account of him. We're nothing. So always bring that back into perspective. We have no strength. We are nothing in the grand scheme of things. What is man? Who are we that you even will take knowledge of him, that you will think on us, Lord? It should be a very humbling thing, a very humbling thing that the Lord thinks on us, he, he sees us. He, what, loves us? It should be a very humbling thing. Man is like to vanity. His days are as a shadow that passeth away. We are so fleeting and so weak. And here's the great prayer in verse 5. Bow thy heavens, O Lord, and come down. And this is the prayer that we pray Constantly, Isaiah puts it, Rend the heavens and come down. Psalmist here, 
bow thy heavens. There, there's a, there's an obstacle here. There's something that is, that is clouding the presence of God, and we're asking the Lord to just rip it apart, rend it, bow it down. It's like a big wall that just needs to be bowed down, so that the Lord will come down. His presence is what we need. And what will be the result? Touch the mountains and they shall smoke. You just need to touch them. Speak the word only. Touch the mountains and they shall just poof, vanish away like a smoke. All those insurmountable, towering challenges and impossibilities that we face. Oh yes, we face them. We are praying for it last night. Praying for individuals. You can't even begin to imagine that individual coming to the Lord. Ah, that's a mountain. A Mount Everest standing before you. Well, bow the heavens, O Lord. Come down. Touch that mountain and it will smoke. Well, going down to verse 12. Here's, here's, here are his petitions. Uh, this is a, a prayer. That our sons may be as plants grown up in their youth. Yes, our sons, our daughters may be as cornerstones polished after the similitude of a palace. We're praying for our families, our sons and our daughters. Sons may be as plants. That's, we want them to be planted not be thrown about with every wind, but steady and fruitful. We want our daughters to be those cornerstones, strong and beautiful, that our garners may be full. Again, another uh, petition, that our sons, that our daughters, that our garners may be full, affording all manner of store, that our sheep may bring forth thousands and ten thousands in our streets. What is this? We don't want to have a bankrupt heart where there's nothing inside that we can give. We want our garners to be full and our sheep to be bringing forth thousands. No bankruptcy here. We want abundance. That our oxen may be strong to labor. No breaking in or going out, that there be no complaining in our streets. More petitions, strength, and unity. No complaining, no fighting, no striving. Happy is that people that is in such a case. Yea, happy is that people whose God is the Lord. There should be a shout of real joyfulness and strong happiness among the among the people of God, whose God is the Lord. And when you think of joy, I was thinking, you know, God is a God of joy. The world and the devil would love to paint God as this austere, frowning, uh, scary, uh, high, so high that we can't, we can't uh, see. God is a God of joy. Zephaniah tells us that he rejoices over us with singing. Incredible to just meditate on that all day. That God actually sings. 
and he rejoices over us with singing. The Holy Ghost is associated with joy. The kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but it is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. There is joy in the Holy Ghost. Of course, the Lord Jesus, though he was a man of sorrows, he was acquainted with grief, but he had joy. Make no mistake about that. He had joy. Hebrews tells us, for the joy that was set before him. He, if the joy of the Lord is your strength, then the Lord, Jesus, had joy. Because he was strong. He endured the cross. The joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despised the shame. And John tells us that he gives us his joy. He's about to face the cross. And he's telling his fearful disciples that my joy I give you. My, these things have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. Imagine talking about joy and the fullness of joy on the eve of something like this. You'd think it would be all sadness and all gloom and all gray. The Lord is a Lord of joy. And we should be as well. Happy is that people whose God is the Lord. If the joy of the Lord is our strength, then we need to pray, as I said in the email, restore unto me the joy of my salvation.